0: Hey everybody, this is Gus from Firewind, and you're listening to Interview Under Fire.
1: On. Uh Gus, thank you so much for joining me on our podcast today on Interview Under Fire. A big couple months for you guys and Firewind. You know, um, how are you? I'm gonna start with the obvious, obviously. You know, how have things been for you and the band as of late? And how has life been in lockdown in Greece for you, I guess, since March? We're already three mm. months into this yeah
0: yeah um well the lockdown measures here in greece have have been lifted for a while now because we didn't have that many cases to begin with um and um things are kind of like back to normal here we still don't have any shows or things like that uh or you know like events with uh big public gatherings or so to speak but uh but everything else is you know is open restaurants bars shops malls whatever um
1: Man, so, I would get from I mean, that right now.
0: <laughs> what's that? It's, it's
1: it's pretty crazy in the states because we're not anywhere near. We're trying to open up, but of course, I'm sure you're, you're hearing the riots and the protests along yes. with, the, with the virus. Yes. So it's. I mean, I'm uh, glad uh, that you guys are at that at that level in your country. Yeah,
0: I think in America there's a lot of things happening right now besides you know besides the pandemic. It's also the big riots and all those things. Um, anyways, uh, for me uh the lockdown was kind of smooth because um i mean i i think i spent like six weeks at home but i um i think four out of the six weeks i uh, spent doing a lot of interviews and press for the album excuse me so um so yeah i had a lot i had a lot to do you know i had a busy schedule so it was cool and um at the same time you know i remained calm i didn't freak out over it (laughs) and it was an opportunity to spend more time with the family and all those things so um it's been good. It's been okay. Not complaining. Yeah,
1: that, that's good. I think uh, that's the biggest challenge as far as trying to stay positive, doing a very, I don't want to say it's, you know, it has happened before because we had the Spanish flu. You can talk about that a hundred years ago, but <laughs> being at home, like we all are, I don't want to say you're stuck at home because we're, we're still trying to be productive at home. How are you keeping up your guitar chops? I'm sure you're, I'm assuming you live in a place where you can just go out and play without the, without the neighbors complaining or anything like that. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's okay. You know, I can, I can play but it's not like I you know you see this big amp behind me it's not like I turn this thing crank it up to 10 every morning I don't do that stuff yeah
1: Blackstar uh, <laughs> goes way back for you too
0: yeah exactly so um, I mean you know I've been I practice I play a little bit of guitar every day some days more than others I, I have to be honest too I mean I don't really feel so inspired every single day You know, but it's, it's not like I, I, I play yeah. guitar every day for like five hours and um, some days I don't even have time because there's so many other things to do as well but yeah, I do, you know, I do, I, I did a little bit of recording, I've been practicing a little bit here and there. So, so it's, it's been okay. Yeah.
1: Well, let me ask you this, does this pandemic now that you're home, does it open up new things for you personally and artistically that you may have not noticed about yourself before? Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got all the check marks in that I'm good. Yeah.
0: No, not really. I mean, you know, I made some, you know, I, I made some new riffs and stuff like that But you know, I haven't been writing like seriously Usually the way that I do it is like this like I, I I'll just record ideas on my on my hard disk On, um, on my hard drive here on my computer, you know, so uh, I'll just lay down riffs whenever I feel like it You know, so I just compile stuff and over the months I'll kind of like revisit all those ideas and be like, oh, this is kind of cool. This is cool. And maybe I can make something out of this. And that's how usually I get a direction for, for a new album.
1: You know, uh, all that thing that you, everything that you just said right now, uh, one popular thing that the artists have been doing while they're home, and I'm sure you've seen it is live streaming. And, you know, uh, you've seen, I, I believe it was Insomnium. They're one of the first bands to actually take advantage of that when the first lockdown started initiating and they sold virtual tickets to fans. And then they tuned in to the live streaming. I think I think that's how it worked. I don't I don't know if you saw that. It was a very unique unique take about that, and uh, a lot of bands have been catching on to that. Now I gotta ask you. You know, as as an artist, do you think the quarantine induced live streaming surge that's happening right now is it going to affect the touring musician business going forward? Do you still see bands doing this even after this is over?
0: Well, first of all, it has affected the touring industry because it's just shut down there's no touring industry anymore yeah uh, that's one thing but uh, if I see this continuing afterwards after we go back to what a you know what it used to be you mean uh, I don't know maybe it will be um, I mean honestly I I hope it doesn't come down to this that we have to play concerts in front of a computer, You're like, <laughs> it's not what I signed up for. I wouldn't want to do that personally, you know? I mean, you can uh, always
1: mosh in your room. I guess that's, that, there's always that, but it's yeah. be the same as seeing, you know, Gus from Firewind, just you guys in front of me, as opposed to you guys on the screen. It's a whole different energy when it comes to that.
0: Absolutely, yeah, and I, I wouldn't want I mean, I'm, I'm not opposed to all that stuff, and I've done some live streams myself during this time, not a whole lot, but I did a couple of things, and it's nice to keep in touch with people, of course, and it's great tool that we have that we can yeah you know just like go live and then just talk to people or play for people or whatever but I don't I don't see myself doing this like you know full-time after you know we, we have we go back to touring mode again I, I'm looking forward to the real shows um, so I don't know who will do what it's hard to say
1: I mean I, in the words I don't know is just such a common Commonality now within us because it's just well, so the, much uncertainty, you know.
0: And here's the thing: I've said this before. Like, if if um, if scientists cannot give a, uh, you know a definite answer right now, I don't think any musicians, booking agents, promoters can predict what life is going to be in the next 12 to 18 months or two years. Like, who who can really say? Like, first of all, we you know we need to see where this is going. You know, yeah, scientifically. I mean. Like, <laughs> so and uh, then. And- each country has their own measures, their own ideas, and yeah, that kind of a thing.
1: And then there's so much information being thrown at us left and right. Wow. You almost don't know, it's, especially in the states. That's an understatement. You don't know what to believe anymore. That's the thing. There's
0: always, you know, then there's the press, that the media. That's just, you know, they. Uh, oh
1: yeah. They.
0: Everybody writes their own article and their own version of the truth, and and I don't know. You have to, you have to, uh, um, of course, stay stay alert. You know. In my opinion it's good to to read but you know do your research before you form an
1: opinion about things no uh, i mean you kind of just nailed it on the head right there and you know we talked about uh touring how touring's kind of just taking a halt right now you've been at this for over 20 years you know you with firewind Aussie, dream evil night rage i mean the list yeah. goes on for you and i want to ask what was your favorite part about touring now you kind of just taken a step back kind of like an unseen step back and does it ha- have you like a have a growing appreciation for the tour life now, kind of just exhale in What was your favorite part about it? Because there's culture, food, fans. There's just so much to take away from that. Well, first of
0: all, I love traveling, so I never, I never bitched about that. So I, I, uh, I like, I still like traveling. I still, I'm looking for. I miss traveling. I'm, I'm looking forward to to uh, going back to, like, I miss certain places in the world. You know, I want to go back to Japan. I want to be able to go back to Australia. I want to be able to come back to Texas someday. You know, when's so the last
1: time you were in Texas?
0: Um, two years ago, two thousand eighteen. What's yeah, the
1: first? In... W- uh, what's the first thing you think of when you hear the word Texas? <laughs>
0: um, I don't know a lot of things actually. I'm Quite putting you on things. the spot now.
1: <laughs> no, no. I, first of
0: all, uh, r- uh, ribeye steaks. <laughs> uh, there you go. <laughs> he's like he's gotta um, say something
1: about the food first. Yeah, yeah you got
0: it. <laughs> ste- Steaks. I don't know. Diamondback Daryl. Hell,
1: hell yeah, uh, yeah. Pantera, you know, and we have Stevie Ray, Ray Vaughan. Vaughan. There you go. Yeah, Eric Johnson, like great guitar players, basically out of Texas. Yeah, uh, yeah. and
0: cowboys, I guess a lot of cowboys there.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, there. And you got to the hot weather. I mean, I don't know if you're. I don't know how the weather is out there in Greece. It's. It, I mean, we could have tornadoes one day. It could be snowing the next day. That's a random. Yeah,
0: it it's hot here in Greece too. But I've been in in, in Texas when it's hot too, and it's different level. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, it's tropical. So it's, yeah, we would love to have you guys back in the states. So, so it was traveling. That is what you miss the most about, and the touring. shows, of
0: course. You know, traveling and actually meeting people from different cultures, different places, and uh, and of course playing the shows, man. They're like the real deal. Like,
1: yeah. what about the food? Is there any restaurant that stands out that you have eaten at that? Man, that place was amazing. Just I know you've <laughs> extensive touring. You've you've been a lot of places. What stands out the most when you can think of like a restaurant that you just <sighs> absolutely loved?
0: Oh man, hard to say like off the top of my head right now, but I do remember this since you're from Texas now um, We were touring. I think this is back in 2013. We were playing in San Antonio
1: okay. and me
0: and, and me and our bass player we uh, We just we we took a walk a little bit down. I don't know somewhere down the road from the venue. We were playing I don't remember the, don't ask me the name of the venue, but there was this um, uh, Taco truck and there were these Mexican ladies and they were making the best street tacos I've ever, ever had in my life, man. It was... Uh,
1: yeah, man. I don't know. what. I don't you know what, got me thinking and, about what it could be.
0: And actually, they were parked outside uh, a male stripper club.
1: Because <laughs> we saw all these
0: girls going in this club and I'm like, what is yeah. this place? I'm like, oh, it's a male stripper club. Like, What do you call them? Like, uh,
1: Chippendales or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's Texas. You, you, You'll pretty much have almost every kind of culture like in every corner when you come around. I mean when they say everything's bigger in Texas I mean that's I mean you can go, <laughs> you can go you can go as broad as you can with that with that term now I wanted to ask uh, you know you have your solo project uh, yeah. you know Gus G. is there a benefit for someone like you who has been with a diverse group of bands to have a solo project of their own and 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 why and when did that start was there a motivation like okay this is what I want to do there's just so much that I want to put out there. Maybe it's something that you couldn't do at Firewind that you wanted to exhibit on a different level.
0: Yeah, the solo project started back in 2013 and it was just like a, it started out more as a, uh, a an opportunity for me to really to branch out from Firewind what we were doing and just basically get to collaborate with other people other songwriters singers drummers bass players you name it and basically I did this album which was like a collaborations album um, and it was like a cathartic experience for me I just needed to get that out of my system and Firewind was going through a tough time then like our singer left Apollo had left band, yeah. and we were like um, we decided to go on a hiatus so I was like okay you know I'm gonna go out and do this solo thing and put out an album or something and that turned into this touring thing where i got the opportunity to just to, to do tours with some of my guitar heroes you know i went out and did tours with marty friedman and uli john roth and and steve stevens and people like that and and the next you know one thing leads to another then you know the second album comes in right after and then so so all of a sudden the solo project kind of like took a life of of its own you know what i mean um yeah and, it, and it's not even necessarily like it's not even like a a shred instrumental type of direction that I took. I was just making kind of like more like um radio rock songs, but with shredding solos on it. Um, but anyways, yeah, so that's that was the reason why I started doing that stuff which which was different from firing, obviously.
1: Um, yeah, you tapped into a whole different part of Gus. I, I mean, I feel like I'm, i''ve I've been going through that. Uh, you know i've I've listened to your solo stuff then I went back to it. You know, last week, just listen to the entire thing. And it was just a whole different dimension of Gus that maybe it you don't even know about yourself. And, and, and it, I think it just shows your entire catalog as a whole that you yeah. wanted to show.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was something different. It's stuff that it, normally I wouldn't, I probably couldn't put on a firing record. It would seem so strange. Um now like with a new record, I, I even got some comments like, oh, this song could have been on a on a Gus album
1: instead of a five and I'm like <laughs> that's well, so funny. I, said I was I was thinking of that too. That's so weird you say that. I was like, man, this this could be interchangeable between the two. But that, that's be, a good yeah. thing though. It it shows I mean it shows the commonalities between you know all your releases and it shows it's consistent, it's a consistency that you have.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's maybe that's one thing. But at, the, at the, you know, at the same time, it's the same guy writing the riffs. So of course, there are going to be some similarities.
1: Of course. Now, with the new Firewind album, which you know it, it came out on May fifteenth on AFM Records, an absolute banger of a record. I mean, it's been on repeat for me at least. Now, thanks. You talked about uh, we um, briefly about the lineup change. Was that challenging to have someone come in in December and then have a record done in May? You know, and and what is it about Herbie? You know, your new vocalist. What is it about Herbie that you noticed that stands out the most? Something that maybe firewind hasn't had before or recently?
0: Um, yeah i mean first of all it was a pretty uh, stressful time for me like the end of 2019. like we came off on this tour with Queensryche in europe and like yep. i'm realizing that okay we have to finish this album and are we don't see you know i don't see eye to eye with some of the members of the band anymore and like i needed to make changes you know like i had it came down to that so so I started like looking for singers and I'm like, well, and this is like pre-coronavirus, right? So we had the deadline. We had a, a big tour in America with Symphony X in May. Like we had all this stuff lined up. And I'm like, I gotta make it happen. I gotta make it happen, you know, somehow. Um so I asked the label, Do you know anybody? And and they suggested Herbie. They're like, How about Herbie Langdon? I'm like, send me some links. I wanna check this guy out. So and that like what are the criterias for choosing a new singer i mean there's a couple of things first of all to me it has to sound like the guy belongs there and i felt that with herbie right away like the the minute i heard him sing i'm like oh my god this guy this is how firing should be sounding like for years so i knew that was the sound i was looking for right away yeah yeah i don't know it's just like a thing i felt right away and then you know then we start talking and then you First, you know, you have to see, you know, if you kind of like gel with a guy and if he's cool and you're getting along a little bit. And then I told him what's going on. Like, we need to record this and this and we need help with the lyrics and vocal lines for like, I don't know, seven or eight songs. And this is a deadline. And then we're going on a world tour. Like, can you do it? (laughs) Great. It's a good thing
1: that the stars aligned for you guys then.
0: Yeah. I mean, so many things could have gone wrong along the way, but thank God everything worked out. And the guy worked really hard and, and and fast as well. Like He delivered everything within a couple of months. We were able to mix and master and, and meet our deadlines for the release. And then, of course, everything got canceled because there's a pandemic.
1: <laughs> I mean, a pandemic, I mean, I've said this before, you know, it's not what you plan for. It's... It's it's not like oh hey this is the protocol for a pandemic. There's so many different protocols that the labels and the artists have to you know they have to be ready for. But then there's this which affected everybody equally. I mean if yeah I mean, I'm sure other people were affected a little bit more than others, but you know. And you talked about this album being right up there with the Allegiance and the Premonition days. And I, I don't know which interview it was it. You you said that something like that. And you know I went back and listened. I was like, man, he there is a similarity. And and you talked about how Herbie. So. Yeah. There was a there was a similarity also with your first singer with Firewind. There was I mean, you know, I, I went back and heard that and he's like spot on. This is you know blending in the old school sound to the modern and I think and I think that just goes into play with everything that happened.
0: It's like it's like a collective of all the elements that we've had throughout our different eras of the band. Yeah.
1: because Herbie
0: has that kind of uh, raspiness in his voice, which reminds uh, will remind people of Stephen Frederick, our first singer. And the new album is a bit more raw, comp- like a little bit to, you know, compared to the Burning Earth album and that era of the band. And then there's like all this different variety throughout the album, the variety that albums like Allegiance and Premonition had. You know, you get like, you go, we, we, it goes from hard rock stuff to power metal to traditional metal to, so there's like a lot of, it's like an album that needs to be, uh, you need, you need to listen to it from start to finish. It's not like, you heard one song and you heard the the whole record. You know, it's it's not that kind of a record. You have to absorb the whole thing to kind of get an idea of what it is.
1: Is there a theme? Uh, you mean lyrically? Well, let me let, let me ask it this way: To what level do you do you like to have a theme for your records, and how important are themes? Is that more about helping you guys write or sound, or is that more for the audience?
0: Because a lot of um, artists.
1: A lot of artists don't really care about themes; they just do ten songs and that's it, which is fine. More power to them. But coming from someone like you, you have such, you have such a diverse catalog of music throughout your career. So I just think it's important to something that just something to bring up about. Well, um, I mean, you know, our previous record,
0: excuse me, our previous record, which was called Immortals, that was the first concept album that we did, like lyrically, you know, and um, it was about like ancient Greek battles and stuff like that. Great album thank you but uh, the, the new one it's not really a uh, concept record in that sense lyrically however there is a mini concept like a little trilogy in there which has a sci-fi uh, vibe to it um and that was actually okay. to be honest with you that when herbie joined he's like well what do you want the lyrics to be about and i said i don't know i said uh, <laughs> i said and i said to him Look, I'm a big sci-fi movie fan. I said, how about we write something about an astronaut, or like a, some type of space odyssey kind of thing. And then, oh, he's like, okay, yeah, I'll write something about that. And so he came up with a story about this astronaut going on this kind of like space traveling. And then the he looks down at the earth and, you know, there's like this song called Orbitual Sunrise, basically expressing his feelings and looking down, you know, how he feels about humanity and... All those it's, things. It, it's very relevant to this time too. Very interesting. Kind of, yeah. And then you know you have the ballad, and he's missing his family and his unborn son. Can't wait to meet him when he gets back down to earth. So, so there's a there's this trilogy, this sci-fi trilogy. Um, but you know, it, it's a lot of our lyrics throughout the albums. They just deal with the human condition. You know, things we go through, all how we deal with them. Uh, but with that said, it's not really a concept album. So I wouldn't characterize it like that,
1: with the exception
0: of that trilogy. Yeah.
1: I mean, with six months, it's, uh, I mean, you guys crammed everything in at once and, and look what happened. I mean, hopefully you don't have to go through that again because I know it was a very trying time that, and yeah. of course now you are dealing with all this, but hey, but job well done on that. But, you know, I uh, just have a couple more questions for you because I'm going to get to the really fun part really quick. Have your aspirations as a person or a band, have they changed or evolved since when you first started in the industry? Do you see things differently now?
0: Well, look, I mean, when you first start out, And when you're younger, when you're in your early twenties, of course, you're more green to this, and you are, um, you you know, it's um, you don't know much about the business part of it. Uh, So it's a little bit more of a sense of a purity, I want to say. Okay. In what in what you do, you know, the excitement and the purity is different as opposed to you know twenty years down the line, and you've seen a lot of things. You've lost members, or you got. You know, screwed over in your first record contract or whatever. You know, you, you learn. And uh, um, but for me, it's important to to uh, to remain that kid inside, at least when you're creating. Because now, for me, it's like you know, when 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 the album's out the door, it's it's a product we have to sell. You know, and so. But I need to 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 feel good with this what I release out there, and I need to believe in it strongly so i can support it so i can go out there and, and and try to convince people this is good what we're doing you know um yeah so yeah so it's uh you know of course you know you, you uh you learn different things on the way and, I, and I, can, I cannot tell you that I'm, I'm not the same guy like i was 20 years ago but i think my my the purpose is the same you know like the same uh, hunger and the same fire for, for music and for creating is still there but of course, I've seen other things, and I've 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 grown older and hopefully wiser.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's that's a great answer. I I love that question because have, being a musician of of your caliber, playing with just so many talented people, and I think that just. I think that just opens up whole new perspectives that you can learn from. You know, I'm learning more about the artist as much as I'm learning about myself so as, as I'm, as I'm speaking to you guys. Do you have any other interest that feeds your creativity within music that maybe doesn't involve playing music?
0: Well, I've always been interested in the business side of things too. Okay. So, I mean, I, I also manage the band, which is not always a, the best thing to be the guitar player, the, the artist and the manager. Um, you can get it can get stressful at times um but I, you know
1: personally speaking i guess i'm a controlled freak so i think there's a price to pay for that <laughs> uh, hey you ma- hey you manage yourself so it's i think it's okay to do that you know sometimes yeah. you gotta sometimes you got a little you know you gotta tap into some different parts about yourself to actually get the job done and <laughs> hey look what's happening you're you're getting it done yeah yeah i
0: am yeah it's just a little bit more stressful and sometimes you 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 know you wish you you only had to could play guitar and not deal with the rest and then if i go to that mindset of course i go crazy and i'm like no 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 but i gotta i gotta sort out all, all the other details too but uh, i enjoy that man I, I enjoy the business part of it. i was always interested even when i was younger you know i was interested like i wanted to know what is a publishing deal why why does a publisher get like i don't know uh 20 percent or this or what what does that mean what is uh what do what all these terms that we sign in a record contract mean? What does PPD mean? Or what is a... You know, like all these things. What is a distrib- distributor? What is a... Like, I was always interested in that. What does a booking agent do? Like,
1: <laughs> So it was, Those questions that you just brought up. So we uh, later on on the show, we're going to have... Uh, sometime later this month, we're going to have Angela, Angela Gossa from Arch Enemy. You know, when she played in Arch Enemy, we're going to have her on the show. And I know she kind of... Was in that same realm when it came to now she manages because you know she was she was part of the band before then she switched over to being a
0: I was in the band with her for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So it's
1: very interesting that you brought that up. And
0: yeah, she was all she was always, I guess, kind of like similar mind, you know, like very, you know, business oriented person, like very she knew what she wanted, and then later on she decided to step down and start her own management company and she's killing it, you know.
1: I think it's a whole different learning experience. Once you actually do it, now you get to go behind the scenes and actually do it, you know, see what you maybe have have not seen earlier in your career. So I think that's a very good take on it. If you weren't a musician, what would you be doing right now?
0: I think it would probably have to be something around the music business. You know, it could be be maybe. I think
1: so, yeah. I mean. No cooking or? (laughs) I suck at that, man. Or or, or having a barista. I know you love coffee, so. (laughs) Yeah, I yeah,
0: maybe owner of a coffee shop or I don't know, like or a barista. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't see myself
1: as a barista. I would have fucked up most of the coffees. It would have been a hit or miss. <laughs> Man, that, that that'd be great. But imagine like all the fan fan outpour you would have just like live with Gus G cooking. Here we go. How are we gonna? I'm gonna show you how to do a Greek frappe or something like that can you imagine the fans like tuning in just something to think about i'm just throwing that out there so (laughs) thank you i'll keep it in mind (laughs) all right this is the last part i won't take up too much of your time this is what i call the hot seat i'm going to call out some lyrics i'm going to see if you know your own songs okay okay let's see (laughs) all right i think you're up to the challenge a lot of artists are like oh no i don't know if i got it or not let's see so so i'm going to go between your solo and your uh and your and your firewind work so let's see if you got this okay i'm gonna start off easy we want it we need it no regrets at all there's fire oh, in your go I'm ahead drive yeah you already drive. Did that. i'm like do i have to answer early do i win something some more points for this i don't know <laughs> no you can't yeah there you go. i'll give you a point for that anyway okay i'm gonna go in random order i'm going out to war don't want to live in vain i have to meet my enemy i've had in my dreams I've mm-hmm. lost my empathy. I've crashed my harmony. Well, uh, cold, see- cold as Ice? Yeah. Those yeah. are great lyrics. I love saying I just love saying it. <laughs> cool. Thanks. These of Defiance. That's a, great, that's a great album. I think it's very underrated. Not. not that's my least, that's my least favorite album from the band. <laughs> I don't know. There you There you go. It shows, how, it shows how diverse your catalog is. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was just a stressful period for me then. And uh, yeah,
0: it, it was just stressful just making this record and uh my least favorite with that said though there's some really good songs in it
1: but having said that you did mention about how each record was kind of just like a staple of where you were in your time i think it's uh, I think it's important to have that so yeah all right moving on uh the morning sun rose as it did like yesterday a day like others until the bombs fell our way
0: oh uh the longest day
1: yeah okay yeah I know our eat. lyrics. Good. Yeah, you're doing good, man. This is good. Okay. I'm, this is I'm gonna throw you for a loop here. Let me see if you I think you got this though. This is kind of a I'm not gonna say anything more. Okay. Oh, dark meditation, deep down inside a stream of light, begins to flow. Hey, come on. That's, on, that's not our song, that's a Scorpion <laughs> song. That's from between heaven and hell. <laughs> yeah, but that's a picture of no. life. That's a cover. <laughs> you got it though, that was good. <laughs> you were like, hold on a second. That was a great cover. I love that you guys did that, too. Yeah, thanks. But you, should, you shouldn't have said, whoa, that,
0: that oh, like okay. gave the whole thing away. <laughs> you should have just said Dark Meditation."
1: Man, you're actually, I'm going to give you a bonus point for that. I don't even know how many points you have, but you're, you're way ahead. Okay. <laughs> don't judge my fight. I like to scratch before I bite. Hard fall down throughout the ages. Every king has lost his crown. Uh,
0: this is um, a little lame enough. No. No, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah.
1: Think, think. Wait, what What album? Oh, Fearless. It's on Fearless. Yeah. But uh, it's not that. Wait, 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 wait. You want to read it again? Read it again, yeah. Okay. Don't judge my fight. I like to scratch before I bite. A heart fall down throughout the ages. Every king has lost his crown.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, This is... um. Oh, Fuck! What's the the last song on the record? Um, last
1: of my kind? Chances. Oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I, I'm making a you rethink your set list now. <laughs> Are you sure that's the song? Yeah. You can you can look it up. Okay. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: <laughs> see this you. is see this is this is great. This is great because when. When, this, when an artist like yourself has such, like, a, a large catalog, you can actually go from one to the next and be like, man, did I actually write all that? It's it's yeah. great. Okay. This may be my favorite Firewind song. Okay. You're not a believer. You just go with the flow. Never an achiever. Okay. Head of high. Yeah. Man, what a great song. Okay. Thanks. I'm watching the mountains, so high in their prime, like all of our brothers. Defenders of time, I stand by the river, so innocent, divine. Uh,
0: battle, bo- no, uh, no, uh, no heroes, no sinners.
1: Yeah, wow, yeah. That. that was a lot. That's the last song on that record, too. Yeah. All right, we got a couple more. Feelings crushed with no return. The wounds are just too deep to heal. Feelings that I will always yearn. I hate world hero. Yeah.
0: From forged by fire. Yeah. This is
1: probably one of the most like consistent answers I've ever gotten. I've done so many. Things. You're going. So, you're going so quick. This is great. Okay. <laughs> You have to face it. The battle for your life has just begun. Oh, there's no denying. Still fighting through the shadows of your soul. Uh, The essence from Allegiance. Yeah. Wow. I think you got, you got everything except, uh, except, except chances, uh, yeah. the solo one. <laughs> do another solo tour, man. You got your endorsement right here. I'd def- definitely love to see you guys, you know, I mean, bringing the solo along with your, yeah with Firewind, yeah. just something like that. I'll do that, yeah. Awesome, man. Gus, uh, you have any last things you want to say, man? This was uh, this was a great time. Uh, any last shout-outs? Any promotions you want to just um, uh, bring in before we finish up here?
0: No, I just want to thank you, man. It was a lot of fun talking to you. And thanks for having me on the podcast. And uh, I hope everybody's keeping safe and healthy. Yeah. And I uh, know it's crazy times right, right now over there. And I hope things are... Um, back to what it used to be i guess
1: um whenever that will be you know yeah
0: so um yeah keeping fingers crossed and uh you know that's it i I just hope that we can go back out and play some shows and
1: meet the people again man hey hey come back to texas we'll do the wings interview if possible hey you mean if you don't sing you're fine i'm just saying Maybe we, maybe we, we got to watch out for Herbie for a little bit. but Yeah,
0: I don't think Herbie <laughs> would do
1: it, but I, I, I wouldn't want him to barf on stage. <laughs> you could always do it after, but there's definitely some. But now you know. Now you know why it's called, why we call it. But gotcha. all of our fans who are listening right now, Firewind has their new album, their ninth album. It's self-titled. It came out on May 15th on AFM Records. Support these guys. Support Gus. Support, support, support his group and the solo project, and they'll be back on the road as soon as you know. Uh, you can listen to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, all major podcast streams. Gus, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Uh, please be safe out there. Um, I can't wait to hopefully have you back on the show again. Maybe do a Wings thank interview. You. And, uh, you know, Absolutely. And I'll talk to you next time.
0: All right, my man. Have a good one. Thank you.
1: All right. Later. Thank you so <laughs> Bye. much. I get to find a way. I live to see the day. No one is going to stop me now.
0: you can write us directly at schwag at interviewunderfire.com. That's S E H W A G at interviewunderfire.com. Or RezaBlade, that's R-E-Z-A-B-L-A-D-E at interviewunderfire.